Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Sinistream Club. The podcast where Edwin Salmon, Andrea Farrell and I, Trevor Brown, ask the big questions about movies that society for years have deemed to be classics. Questions like, what should have been left on the cutting room floor? Or, who could Tom Hanks play in this movie? If you like us, then give us a follow or subscribe from wherever you've downloaded this from so you don't miss out on any further episodes. And if you really like us, give us a five-star review. And if you really like us, then why don't you show your support by joining the Headstuff Plus Network for as little as five euro a month. And in return, you'll get bonus in-stream content along with other bonus content from all the other 30-plus shows on the network. Bonus content like this. They're only stories. A new anthology drama podcast that celebrates stories and the writers behind those stories. I go like the hounds of hell are after me. Good to know. Premiering on the 17th of October on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Their Only Stories is produced by Riots Productions in association with the Headstuff Podcast Network and funded by the Arts Council of Ireland. Yes, you should be proud to. This week on the Cinestream Club, Dylan, you son of a bitch. What, they got you listening to too many podcasts now? Ow. <laughs> it's Predator. So why don't you use the regular army? What do you need us for? Because some damn fool accused you of being the best. Dylan! You son of a bitch. What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? Huh? Had enough? Make it easy on yourself, Dutch. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You never did know when to quit, huh? Damn good to see you, Dutch. Oh my god! Andrea Farrell, and do my eyes deceive me after not seeing this man for nearly two years? It's Jim Elliott! <laughs> hey, hey. Good to see Hi, you. Trev. Good to Hi, see Jim. you. Look, guys, absolutely delighted to have you here in my Zoom room. Jim. Hmm. Obviously, you know, reached out to you, was like, really eager to get you onto the podcast as a comedian, as a funny guy, as a nice guy, as a fellow cinephile. Oh. Boy, you know, oh we, we gave you a list to come back with. I, I, well, we had, there was a whole list of, of films on there, but uh, <laughs> the, 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 the genre of cheesy 80s mm. action movie is one that's very near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of jealous that uh, Kev got to Total Recall first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quite frankly, you could do a whole season of this podcast just on Schwarzenegger movies. No, but this is this is a uh, this is Predator. It's an uh, it's an all time classic. I love this film. Had either yeah. of you never seen it? I had never seen it. Wow. Yeah. Man. I I have weird growing up being female, huh? But you know what? You, I can't describe my joy of hearing. Get me to the chopper. <laughs> Get to the Get chopper. Because you must know that line. I knew that line. That. I didn't know what film it was from, lads. I was but like, just generic the thing was, Schwarzenegger film. When, when you see it in a movie, you realize 
there was actually a helicopter in the movie <laughs> that he had, had to, to get, get to. Yeah. So, yeah. Very succinct, um, you know, very to the point uh, sentence to say to somebody. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, Andrea, like you, ha- you haven't really seen it. My And this is naturally, we're talking about like, what does the movie mean to you? What memories does it, evo- mm. does it evoke? For me, I, when I was about eight or nine, I was in primary school and everybody was talking about predator and i i i did i hadn't seen it i didn't know i was too busy watching like the like jurassic park for the 70th time like that i, I was just jurassic park on repeat for like three or four years when i was in, when i was in primary school but when i was um staying in my granny's house uh, and a lot of my movie memories come from staying in my granny's house because on a i i'd i'd stay midweek and my granny would fall asleep and i'd either sneak down to the sitting room or in the spare room i'd turn on the tv and i'd watch the tuesday night film on Network 2 or N2 ah. as it was rebranded in the mid 90s and and Predator 2 <laughs> was on and I thought Ooh. it was Predator 1 because I, I hadn't seen it mm. and on the kind of um, the still in between the ads it was <laughs> they had a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in true RTE style it, they just lazily used the Predator icon for the in between the ads so I, I, I thought I was watching Predator 1 it was Predator 2 um, the opening scene of Predator Two, you might remember, has yes, I do, has a very raunchy scene in it that got my that spiked my interest. As a, as <laughs> that a, was the reason that uh, I wasn't able to watch Predator Two until I was late in high school. Yeah. I, I watched Predator One in in junior high because uh, it was rated R, mm. but in sort of typical suburban American style, what was it rated R for? Was it rated R for excessive violence? That's okay. That's okay. Are there boobs in it? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. We're not the natural, you know, the human uh, uh, human reproductive process. Oh, yeah. is What should has to be avoided. Oh yeah. You can you can rip a guy's <laughs> spine, clear out his back, and yeah. have his skull still attached to it, and that's okay. But if there if there's boobs in a movie, no. Oh no. Yeah, milk out of an orifice. Oh no. Mm-mm. Gunpowder out of an orifice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all the way through, <laughs> all the way yep. through. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but so, I, in in short, I didn't see it as a kid. I saw I saw the second one, and the second one made me think the first one mightn't be that good. So I was probably like eighteen or something when I saw Predator. But then I saw it a couple of times. But yeah, watching it this time, probably haven't seen it in fifteen years. So wow, it felt kind of newish to me. Jay, you didn't see it. It um, felt very newish to me. Um, <laughs> I I had so when I was a kid I had this friend called Carol Savage shout out to Carol who was great she was she was a great girl for the movies and we were a similar set of families in that like she was the only girl and there was three brothers and I was the same and she would always bring me into her house her favorite film was Alien she'd be like come on okay. come on let's watch Alien and then we wa- we watch um We'd watch all the alien films on like a sleepover in her house and, sh- and all these sci-fi films, but we never got to Predator, right? Hmm. But because I knew that there was an Alien versus Predator series of films too, so I always mm-hmm. assumed that Predator was set in space. I genuinely had no clue about the film. How much coverage of the Schwarzenegger uh, catalog did you get? Of his, fi- I've only I say, let me see. Okay. I've seen his the comedies. The, I've seen the comedies, right? I've seen. Yeah, start with the best right. Ray. I like it. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Twins. Twins is a great film. Twins. Great uh, film. The one yeah. where he has a baby. Um, yep. Kindergarten Cop. Oh. Is that Mr. Mom? What was the one where he has a baby? <laughs> What's that one no. called? Junior. 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 Mr. Mom is Keaton. Mr. Mom is Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I have I've seen Conan the Barbarian, and I've seen Total 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 Recall as of a few weeks ago, and now I've seen oh, and of course all Terminators, all the Terminators. Have you seen? Yeah. Did you see Commando? No. Wow. You might want to. You might want to throw Commando on okay. the list. It is the, the the first third of Predator. You could slot a lot of that into Commando. Oh yeah. When but right when they're just fighting men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's it's the same sort of thing. Dutch and Matrix are basically mm. the same. like Matrix and Commando is basically retired Dutch. Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. the baddest guy, and he's out of the game, and then they kidnap his daughter, so he's got to go do one more. But the, the the opening is the same thing. In that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in in this one, they're like, uh, it, which the, the opening scene of this is is just the best. It's I, okay. Here's another thing you hadn't seen Commando before. Were, did you know what that meme of the two hands shaking was from? Because that's all over the internet. That's I was like, yeah. Well, there's there's some there's some strong boys. On that, just when you said it, it, it sparked it. The 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 the, the Carl Weathers Arnie mm-hmm. hand grip. Um, for it's that that's a metaphor for the for the movie for the relationship between Weathers and Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. throughout the movie because they were constantly flexing, they were constantly trying to up one up man, you know, with, with each other. Yeah. And McTiernan said on and like, off on the set. set, yeah, Arnie just created this boys club, and they were yeah. like even things like I was listening to the director's commentary, and McTiernan was saying like. Uh, even like down to how many cigars they could smoke in a day. Like they were the getting... whole thing was a competition. Yeah, because Carl Weathers played professional football. He played for the Raiders. Yeah. yeah, so he would absolutely respond to a total locker room atmosphere of yeah. like, okay, we're gonna do another take, but I'm gonna do 50 push-ups first. Anybody else gonna match <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah. And if somebody <laughs> yeah. else does 50, then you're gonna do 51. That whole thing. Yeah. So that's you know that really gets it out of the two of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's like I think it's. And look, look, it's like it's Apollo Creed. It, like it's, yeah. it, it's yeah. you know, it's your and apparently, the towards the end, um, it's me turning noticed that you know at the start he noticed they'd work out together. It was very competitive, all very jovial, but but competitive. But by the end of it, he actually he could see through the layer, the onion that Schwarzenegger is, where he could actually see that Schwarzenegger had so much respect for Weathers, and he was actually learning from him. He was like, mm. even though he was kind of mocking him and tongue in cheek and trying to get him going and get stuff out of him when Weathers was working out like mm. Ar- Arnie was watching him and he and like he was adopting his techniques and, and likewise I'm sure it was symbiotic between the two of them um, mm. and even that like that trope of like you're the best and that's why you mm-hmm. need you for the-, the only guy who can do it you're the only guy who can do it um, it's just there's so much in this movie like that's kind of like McTiernan follows the rules of a traditional action movie but then also navigates away from certain things to kind of keep it unique and, and carve out his own thing. You know, even like mm-hmm. like those things that we just talked about is in it, those tropes. But at the same time, like I was talking, for example, I was talking about Predator 2, the scene where Danny Glover crambles his way onto the onto the spaceship, the and, ship, and he yeah. sees all the crap. That was meant to be in the first movie. That was in the script for the first movie. And McTiernan was like, no, 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 that's too much cliche alien crap. Let's keep it vague. Let's keep the mm. character ominous and, and mysterious. And the closest he got to showing a layer was was the scene where um, the the predator stripped the spine out of uh, what's his name uh, Sonny Sonny Lanham or what's his yeah. character um, Billy Billy Billy, Billy. Yeah. Uh, took the spine out of Billy. That's the closest thing that he because he was polishing all the all the skulls. There was a, there was a collection of skulls at one point. Yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. That, and that's the closest that he wanted to kind of to get to giving the kind of 
antagonist a personality and environment that he lived in he wanted to keep it this kind of shadow in the jungle kind of thing you know which is mm-hmm. kind of unique for the time yeah but yeah kind of alien style where you don't or jaw yeah, yeah. style where you don't actually see the monster for a long time yeah, that's and awesome. it's just there's there's something out there i thought the exact same know. thing both the yeah. the jaws vibe because like you don't see the predator you just see that the i kept thinking of him as like the hollow man you know, uh, you know that film Hollow Man. Kevin Bacon. Like, like, this is like Kevin Bacon in the woods. You know, the Hollow Man. Kind of. You, you see him. I think you see the Predator properly for the first time. Um, like forty-five minutes into the film. It's a while. Yeah. It feels like it. Yeah. And that's yeah. but but I only started to enjoy the film once it became um, about the Predator. It, it became about the before Predator. that. Yeah. It could be anything. It's they they could have been raiding a Colombian coke gang. They could have been doing anything. It's just. Yeah. They're just blowing. They're just destroying a, a gang of uh, incompetent uh, rebels yeah. or whatever they're calling. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Before before that, it really could be almost any movie. Like even like you were saying, they they've got the funny that one liner when he kills the guy with the knife and he says, "Stick around." Are there any other post-mortem... The, I love a good post-mortem one-liner. Oh, yeah. But are there any other in this film? I is, think that's the only is one. Is the knock-knock one that he says before? Knock-knock, yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That, that's a pre-post-mortem. Pre-spo- not yeah, pre-post-mortem, yeah. Because he's literally yeah. about to open the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the st- and the stick-around one, um, that was... Well, it's kind of hearsay, but apparently part of that was Arnie wanted to get rid of, rid of the knife because it was such a heavy... That machete that they... The, the production designer made this big blade for for Arnie, and he was like, "Oh, it's so heavy, even though I'm a strong man." Uh, and it was like, "I want to, I want to dispose That's of a pretty it." Pretty good, Arnie. <laughs> it's because I shrouded it with the noise, Jim. It's a, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he wanted to get rid of the knife, and he um yeah he he, huh. want, he threw it, and then they gave him the line, you know, which was and a lot of those lines apparently were kind of like some of them were in the script, and some of them were cooked up by um shane black who they hired to be uh i have a hawkins because i'm not familiar with the names uh-huh. so shane black was a screenwriter uh he like he'd written lethal weapon lethal weapon was out that the same year as predator is that why hawkins is the only one that doesn't look like a soldier exactly he looks like a nerd yeah, yeah. he looks yeah. like mcturnan uh... wanted it like he wanted it was like a deal he got it was like, like shane black was also an actor when he realized he was this cool writer who had such a name in Hollywood and he'd written this amazing film that was just about to come out in the cinema, Lethal Weapon, he's like, fuck it, I'll get this guy and I'll also get him as a writer as well. But then apparently Shane Black just turned up and he's like, fuck this, I'm, I'm just hanging out in the jungle for the, for, for the autumn. I'm not writing, pay me to write, I'll write. <laughs> yeah. So he, he, there's a little bit of conflict there, but then throughout the movie, because he's a writer, he would just drop these amazing lines and McTiernan would be like, put that in get that in did he did he take credit for the uh is it hawkins or is it the other guy who his only the only lines his character has are two jokes about pussies they're his jokes that's him they're his jokes yeah yeah that's hawkins that's hawkins yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. and he wrote them them. yeah that was that was the guy that that was them hanging around doing their little cigar boys club thing throwing around ideas and he he threw out one of those jokes i don't know like well look my guy has zero character development, so he'll be the guy with the jokes. Yeah, yeah. His, um, I, I, I was watching a bit of the making of, and um, he said his, his mother walked out of the screening or the premiere, and, <laughs> and he was like, oh, good. It wasn't because of all the pussy jokes, was it, Mom? <laughs> and she said, yeah. no, it's because when I saw you go into that jungle, I knew you were going to be the first to die. 
<laughs> and I didn't want to see you die. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that did the Predator um, ended up, he was the, he played Harry in Harry and the Hendersons. The big. Uh, Bigfoot. He, he, he was Bigfoot. I used to love that show. I mean, that's what, the, that's what they were casting for that. They're like, get me the biggest guy you can, yeah. who, can, who, can, can who can plausibly run down a hill and look vaguely athletic yeah. doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it, yeah. you know. Uh, did you read about, and maybe we'll get to this in trivia, did you read, I'm sure you read about who they originally had cast in the role of the Predator. I did. Good old, good old Jean-Claude Van oh. Damme. <laughs> did, How uh, tall did, is he? When you... Five See, he's nine. not, he's not so, very yeah. tall. Five, eight, and five, that was, nine, yeah. and it was, it was sort of a very different concept for him, mm. like, because he thought, because what does Jean-Claude do? He jumps and he kicks and he, and he, and he does cartwheels yeah. and real acrobatic type of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. the Predator doesn't do any of that. He's kind of a lumbering guy like he's nimble enough but he he doesn't uh yeah when he's, he's not incredibly nimble yeah true and he's even though kevin peter hall was a ballerina i've read oh yeah ah, really oh i didn't see a that blooming ballerina as a predator <laughs> a two meet a two a two meter ballerina yeah the man's got range <laughs> i mean if he was a real ballerina like anybody that does ballet is in such unbelievable physical yeah. condition that they would look at a professional football player and be like oh here's my workout yeah. that the russians beat into me from the time i was eight <laughs> yeah like yeah yeah can now you do boys do that this? on your toes <laughs> yeah yeah to do the kate winslet move in titanic yeah. <laughs> can you guys do this onto, onto, onto your tippy toes yeah, yeah. and then down yeah. a point the the Van Damme thing though like yeah you're right like because when you Google Van Damme I think it says the internet says he's five nine and for me whenever an actor says they're five nine they're five eight that's or like five seven the, yeah, yeah five six yeah. they're five six five seven yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's five nine is like the one height where people don't really know what that looks like it's kind of going I think yeah aren't most people yeah. five nine most non like like non tall people are like five nine so yeah yeah mm. he's five nine with platform shoes he's probably five nine um. But did you hear what happened? Like he, I didn't realize he, he. So I read an oral history of the making of Predator, mm. and they couldn't get to the bottom of it. They had four different stories yeah. for why Jean Claude left. Two of which were different stories by people who claimed to be in the room the moment he quit, <laughs> oh. and they told different stories. <laughs> and you're like, all right, so it, he was being a pain in the ass, and him and the director basically didn't get along. There was yeah. an argument over what the costume was. He may have been pissed off because he was like, I got this gig. No one can see my face. How's this yeah, going to make I me famous? Because he wasn't famous then. When you were looking it up, did you actually do an, a Google image search of the original costume? No. It, I didn't know that was out there. Oh, it is. Like, there's only a couple of images and you see, but like, oh my God, it's like something. Are there dreadlocks? Does he have alien dreadlocks? I don't dreadlocks? think so. I, don't, I couldn't see dreadlocks. I could be wrong, though. It kind of they, it kinda they went with me. alien dreadlocks in the end. Yeah. It kind of Which reminded if, me of um, what's that guy? Who's the really annoying character in Star Wars? Uh, C three PO? No, no, the new, the new. <laughs> well, not the new ones. The ones that were out in the nineties. Um, the the prequels. Oh my god, Jar Jar. Jar Jar Binks. He kind of looks like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> That's what the Predator kind of looked like in the. <laughs> <laughs> Misa, ugly motherfucker. Misa. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Did they so, do any? Um, did they shoot anything? Or is this oh, just yeah. a pic? They, sh- they, they were all, well, stuff? they were in the. They were, I see a. There's a picture of John Claude like in the jungle, getting the suit on. So they were there, like yeah, they were. And apart, oh, the story I heard was like yeah, apparently yeah, it was like a stunt or something. I'm looking at it here thing. now. Yeah, it's crazy. But apparently, the minute the the the, the suit arrived, like in a big box, mm. and when they opened it, there was like this gasp, 
of like, oh fuck. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of like you know the shark not working in jaws or something you know yeah, it's like oh this sucks yeah all right fuck this shit just on that note of what does it mean to you like oh, you've kind of talked around it a little bit but is, do you have any specific first watch memories of a gym or oh uh yeah my buddy sammy's basement which was where uh, he had the most uh lenient parents in that they were very very strict but they never came in the basement yeah so yeah. Whatever we wanted to watch, if one of us could get a hold of a copy of it, we could watch it there. Whereas yeah. my parents would be in and out of the room every every five minutes. Like I said, they wouldn't have had a problem with Predator, yeah. but God God forbid there's any sexual content of any kind, and then, then it would have yeah. been gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, so, so Sammy's Basement and doing that thing that you do where you're anywhere between the ages of 14 and 18 as a guy where you're just a... a garbage disposal of food you can eat all yeah. day long yeah. yeah and so we probably ate two pizzas each yeah and yeah. just <laughs> just shitty domino's pizzas and just housing <laughs> that might have been the summer that we were here, here's how here's me aging myself that might have been the summer that we were pounding as much mountain dew as we could drink <laughs> because if you had if you had enough of the upcs of uh, the bar, uh, barcodes from the cartons of mountain dew you could get a mountain dew pager Ooh. So, <laughs> wow! So we were we spent the summer drinking as much as we could. Yeah, Do you still uh, have I never that made pager? it there. They both they both got to the pager. I was like, I can't stand this. I never really liked Mountain Dew, <laughs> and I was like, I can't. And I never I, got I the certainly never got after that. overdosing yeah. on it. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, I never made it. I, I think my buddy Martin still has his those. I must I must text him. <laughs> you still got that Mountain Dew pager? Pager, pagers. Don't, don't text him. Pagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the Mountain Dew thing. Uh, are you do you know where i'm gonna go with this the predator's blood and um, was made from ky jelly and mountain oh, dew wow. now that i did not know yeah that's yeah. incredible that is yeah. the same color but the the weird thing was when i was watching it I, I i actually like i don't get a lot of things right but when i saw the the, the blood on the leaf i'm like oh that kind of looks like the, it kind of reminded me of mountain the color dew. of mountain dew yeah. And then I was doing my research, and I was like, ah. God damn. Watson. <laughs> Trevor Brown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there a better version of this type of movie uh, out there, or is this the best of what it does? It depends on how narrow you want to make the category. Because I would yeah. say, what is this movie? I'd say, oh, it's Arnold versus an alien. That's mm. what I'd say it is. Um, okay. And But if you want yeah. to make the category of, of cheesy 80s action movies, mm. I might almost argue that uh, and i love the whole category I, I love all the all the jean-claude van damme ones i love hard target i think is the best of his i love all the schwarzenegger ones i think maybe it depends on on what what 80s action means to you if it's pure carnage and cartoonish levels of violence i think commando takes it yeah because there's just like as as many people as get killed in the first big firefight of predator mm. commandos that all the way through yeah uh, and it's also got Bill Duke in it, and you know, so um, and it's just ridiculous. Um, not like this serious <laughs> film that we're talking about, but but, you know, but even like the stuff like the slow reveal of the monster. I don't think there's any of that sort of thought in Commando. It's yeah. just like his yeah. daughters get kidnapped. I'm going to go kill everybody and get her back, and that's the whole move. That's it. So I think of the '80s action film, if I if I had to only pick one, which it would it would break my heart to have to do, I think Commando might edge it out. Yeah. Unless you unless you're looking at these '80s action movies as like the height of uh, American Republican nihilism, in which case it's got to be one of the Death Wish movies 
because that actually functions a little bit as social commentary. It's like, criminals are not people, and we are basically fascists, and you can kill all of them, in which case I'd be like, okay, well, if, yeah. you're, if you're actually looking for a statement on American politics of the time, it's probably the Death Wish, Death Wish movies. But if you're just looking for excess and muscles and a lot of stuff getting blowed up real good, <laughs> then it's then it's Commando. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a good shout. And funnily enough, on, on the, the topic of like just like violence and like social commentary, like... The studio were well aware that guns sold tickets and bullets sold tickets and people dying sold tickets. And there was a lot of pressure on McTiernan to have a lot of death and a lot of violence in the movie. Um, and that whole like 90 second scene of like the guys all just like hammering bullets into, into the into the forest. Into the forest, yeah. Um, he did that to take the piss. That was his, that was his kind of huh. up, up yours to the studio. He said, you want guns? No problem, I'll do it. Cool. But he purposely... There was no victims. He he just wanted the, the bullets to hit nobody, and it did serve the purpose of the of the car of the villain because it was like that's how that's how kind of mysterious and like um what's the word um evading or or, or yeah. whatever that the, that the villain was he, he could get away from all that and he and he he wasn't you know barely a scratch from all those that bullets. minigun is a ridiculous weapon. Oh, it is a ridiculous the minigun the the that um. I was I was looking it up. It fires four thousand bullets a minute. Oh, old um, painless, and it and it bold painless. Old painless. And it has it, the the kick on it is such that they're usually mounted on helicopters. Yeah. You can't hold one. Yeah. and point it and wave it back and forth like it's a can of spray paint. Like it can't be done. Yeah, but that's that's. I mean, it looks awesome. But yeah, I think I think you're right, Jim. I think like I think Commando is probably a better pound for pound action movie. Stupid you know, 80s action movie. Death rate per, cartoonish per, per, yeah, per yeah. minute kind of thing. The um, kill count, uh, Commando's way above Predator. Like, I mean, the second half of the movie in Predator, the only people that die are the people in the army. They stop yeah. killing anybody, and they're, they're trying to kill one thing. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's funny, when you were talking about Commando and Predator, like that first scene in Predator where they're in the, they, they attack the village or the compound or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, what is that? But like, Is that like, a, like there's like... That's there's, where the hostages are. The hostages are there, and, and like, is it, there's Russians. There's like corrupt. Mexican well, this is people. if if we're gonna get to the plot hole. I was I had a bit on this, but uh, are we getting to the plot holes yet, or you want to talk yeah, about we, what yeah, it means can, to you? Because what we, it means to me is it yeah. smells like Mountain Dew and pepperoni Domino's pizza <laughs> in my buddy Sammy's basement. That's what it means to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we, we'll save for we'll save for plot holes. But all I'll say on that scene is that uh, as a little trivia, because it came up, um, that was actually shot by the assistant director or the second AD, uh, second unit at McTernan, because again, lots of people were getting killed. He was like, oh, look, the second unit can, can I don't film care. that. You guys don't can care. knock that out. And they got in a guy who directs 18 movies. That's uh, why I was going to say, it looks, it's the only part that really looks like a Hollywood set. Yeah. Like with people yeah. just popping up from on different yeah. levels. And I'm like, oh, well, that's where they built the stairs around the back where they both pop up on different sides of the hill. Like there's yeah. no reason for that hill to be, they're inside technically. Yeah. Like yeah. why are they on different levels? Like why would they not? Okay. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So it was a different unit, different director, um, a guy that does the A-team. That's why all the explosions and the, and the, and the bodies jumping around the place, yeah. uh, and yeah, and it actually, when when I heard that, I rewatched that scene. I'm like, yeah, it's like an episode That's, of the A Team, and it's like Commando as well. It's got that similar. I don't recall vibe. all that many people in the A Team being shot to death while they were already on fire. That's <laughs> I guess this is Hollywood and not television. Yeah, it wouldn't so. have done that well on. But they all do the thing where you where you run away from the explosion and then you step on the spring loaded thing and you go, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
yeah. and the explosion is like like yeah like 20 meters behind you but it takes yeah, up the but it but screen. it launches you into the air yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. for your consideration so we have the back alley oscars gym um mm. where we submit things to like w- whatever thing you want to submit to this um fictitious uh, academy like i i have best cigar smoking uh, in a movie Ooh. i i i I think there's a lot of movies with good cigar smoking. You know, you got Nicholson, you got the Pacinos mm. of this world, uh, chomping on stogies. But that opening scene with 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 Ernie coming down on the chopper, mm. kicking back with the head back and the big stogie sticking out of his mouth. I just thought it was just so cool. I thought it looked fantastic. So that's <laughs> that's a lot more narrow than the one I came up with. I like it though. My yeah. mine was uh, outstanding achievement in the field of performative masculinity almost to the point of homoeroticism <laughs> yeah hey that's a fantastic <laughs> uh, category <laughs> yeah and is that a is that an ensemble an ensemble award or? absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. because they're the everybody's everybody's sleeveless why would you want sleeves you're just in the jungle surrounded <laughs> by mosquitoes who needs yeah. sleeves yeah the first what's the first line in the movie Looking good, Dutch. Looking good, That's the Dutch. First line yeah. in the movie is and, somebody and, complimenting Arnold on how he looks. Yeah, and, and he, then start to yeah. fill him with and the And he's wearing a suit in that scene, isn't he? No, the, 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 not, with no sleeves. <laughs> is, yeah, is that a suit with no? Is that? A, it's just a shirt. It's just a collared shirt that he cut the sleeves off of. <laughs> yeah. And then he oiled up his arms for the sake of having an arm wrestling match with an old friend. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. it and. I might rock that for my post-COVID uh, office look, you know. Yeah, I've yeah. put on a few pounds since COVID. Fuck sleeves, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but as a client in the office today, can't fit my arms into this shirt. So uh, let's yeah. see what happens. That's a, yeah, but and, and it's also like yeah, there's a lot of um, you can really see how the the locker room off yeah. the screen. We we thing talked about we talked about it. the pussy yeah. jokes already. Yeah. Do you tell a lot of pussy jokes when you're actually getting laid a lot? <laughs> or is it when you've never seen one yeah. yet, and so you're overcompensating so the other boys think yeah. that you're getting yeah. laid? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, the, I, I did have best use of foreign language in an action movie because I liked how they didn't subtitle anything. Because it's like you're watching the movie through Arnie's eyes. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, if you're there, you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You just know how they're saying it you're just saying you're okay she sounds like she's stressed so i'm I'm imagining this thing must be scary you know what i mean and that and that's so like you're you're watching it through his eyes so i kind of liked how he didn't the director didn't put in the and i don't know if that was a choice thing i'm assuming it was obviously like you don't just not put subtitles when somebody you know in an english-speaking movie when somebody's speaking foreign yeah Uh, Yeah. so i'm assuming it was a choice um but that's what i took from it i thought that was pretty cool um and then I just have the best weapon making scene. I like that. I do like that little montage of Arnie, you know, making his big bow and arrow uh, for yeah. like 15 minutes, which kind of yep. felt like he was. And again, it's kind of like plot holes, but or not plot holes, but things that I just didn't understand. It felt like he made the bow and arrow and then it was morning time and then it's nighttime again. It was kind of, there's a weird moment, and I'm like, did two days pass? Has it, has a few days passed? Mm. See, that happens a couple of times for me. When they were, yeah. when the gang was all together stringing up traps, for me, like, the, it really hit home when uh, the girl actually throws down a bunch of rope that she's made out of vines, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. And I'm like, that, 
takes a long time to to stit to to yeah. uh, weave together rope and and to make a she made you know two hundred meters worth of rope <laughs> yeah and and I'm like we're still in the afternoon right it was the afternoon we're trying <laughs> yeah. to do this before the sun goes down <laughs> yeah yeah she weaved together enough to make a net you know three yards across yeah and, yeah. Should, and so yeah that, yeah like how the, long did the, it my take... sense of time during the uh, the team building stuff was was a little yeah off. like Andrea you're a Tom Hanks um, professional. Uh, you like how long did it take him to make all the rope and castaway? That was like weeks, wasn't it? It was months of like of rope making. Yeah. Well, but yeah. he's he's starting from palm fronds though. At least they're starting from True. vines. Yeah. True. Maybe. True. Yeah. Hanks was like stripping out. Was it bark yeah. or yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Leaves. Yes. Maybe. Um, huh. Bark. I, I have the best of Bill Duke uh, in the movie. Uh, you know, I thought Mac was brilliant. Um, Mac was brilliant. Like he, like the, the 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 shaving thing. Apparently, that was improv. He asked McTiernan, "Could he do that?" Um, that was all him. Because you know, uh, he had that really thick beard that you really need yeah, to yeah. keep shaving for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, there is something kind of relaxing watching such a smooth faced man yeah. with so much sweat on his face just, just glide just a razor, shaving, shaving his sweat. Yeah, yeah. He just shaved in the sweat. sweat. There's yeah. no blade in that. There's a tiny squeegee. <laughs> yeah, and he's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It and makes the sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the one thing I, I it was it's somebody else's take. It wasn't mine. I read it on, on on a blog thing. But one guy made a point of saying, and I just when I read it, I don't. Hey, I don't usually take other people's takes, but I thought this one was a good take one. Him. So I what? so I, I wrote it's it down. Thirty year old movie, forty year old yeah. movie. That's the, it. The, all the takes have been had. It's true. The the heat vision, right? Yeah. Because when you're when you're looking at it through the predator's eyes, but because he has heat vision and you don't he doesn't see the full person, it makes the actual main characters look like the aliens. Which I thought was kind of you know and obviously huh. these guys are aliens to the predator, yeah. but the heat vision really kind of pushes that along and, and, and makes these creatures look mysterious you know, and it, emotionless. It, it, it's it's a note of racial harmony. In the eyes of the predator, all races are one. <laughs> We're all the human race, and yeah. can't we get along? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else for the Academy, uh, Dre or, or Jim? Anything else in your notes you want to submit? Okay, for the the back alley Oscar, I think um, best display of masculinity, even in almost death. Uh, you know, just before he dies, oh, yeah. Dylan, um, when he gets his arm shot off, I love how his he's screaming, going, Wah! and and his finger is still pulling the trigger like multiple times on yeah. his detached yep. arm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's strength. <laughs> beautiful. When you can when you can pull and they something didn't even do with the, a hand that isn't attached to your that, body. Like they didn't even bother that much with it. They just shot the arm on the ground and just cut out the corner <laughs> yeah, of him. Yeah. Clearly, like holding, yeah, it, you yeah, know. Yeah. You can imagine them filming it like he's lying down with a leaf over yeah, his, over yeah. his shoulder. <laughs> we I don't think this out. is going to work, guys. Like, it'll work, it'll work. Hold still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd squeeze yeah, the trigger. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, and, and, and so the, uh, when you said masculinity in the face of death, I thought for sure you were going to talk about Billy standing on the log before he gets killed. He stops. Oh Everybody else goes on. He just stands on the log on the crossing, sheds all of his weapons except for the knife, uses the knife to carve himself open across the chest. Yeah. yeah. I kind of resented that his death was off screen. Me yeah. too. I thought he deserved better. Yeah. I, I wanted to see a glorious end to his... Because his, he was mm. the... 
he was the only was he kind of was his character meant to be of like of of um native american descent they never said it and his yeah. name is billy yeah but that's, that's clearly the... he tracks and he rubs a stone and there's and a, his that voice was... is kind is of like the accent he's voice? using yep I don't know. I, th- I felt I like they, they dubbed over it. Like, it was just a, like a, it was just, it was so deep. Yeah. And there just... are, there are six of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just... yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's, that's the, uh, that's the old shitty Hollywood portrayal of Native, yeah, Native yeah, Americans. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, white yeah. man, many <laughs> men come. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, old American movies. It's like, yeah, Eskimos yeah. And, and Native Americans. Yeah, they, they, they sound the same. Yeah, yeah. they can they can, oh. they can, can talk to the plants. Yeah. They, they go get them. They're one with nature. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, the cutting room floor, what scene, actor theme doesn't work? Like, you mentioned one of the quotes that uh, that uh, Jesse Ventura has, you know, slack-jawed, F-bomb. Um, yeah, slack-jawed, F-bomb. Sorry, I, I probably shouldn't I, have said the whole word I, there. Oh, no, I, I have a little snippy snip on the on the, on the the cutting room floor there, so I'm thinking that doesn't make it. I I, I want to say a bit of a hot take here. Nobody's probably going to agree with me. Was Barney, I was going to call Barney, was Ernie Barney. a bad actor up until Terminator 1? Was he? Yeah, he's not good. He's not he great. An actor. Yeah, Terminator One. He's a good actor because they're like, all right, be robotic mm. and wooden. Yeah, no exactly. expression. Exactly. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh wow, that's a great job. Like, no, dude, that's what he's like. He's yeah. Austrian. That's I what don't think he's, yeah, he they really don't move. acted until he was in. The, uh, which came first, Kindergarten Junior Cop. or Kindergarten Cop? <laughs> One of those yeah, films. Say it. <laughs> Kindergarten mm. Cop was he first, actually, yeah. He had to actually portray a bit of emotion in those films too, you know? There's, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of heartfelt scenes in... in in kindergarten, kindergarten cop. He he has one unbelievably terrible line read where they're uh, they're in the helicopter on the way there, and he's like, "What about backup?" And the guy goes, "There is no backup," and it's just the most like high school theater level delivery of yeah. he leans his head back against the scotter. He's like, "This deal is getting worse all the time." Yeah. Who are you saying that to? You're yeah. saying that to the air? Why don't you say it to the person who put you in the deal? Yeah. Why don't you say it to him? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and it's and I I actually I I had the same response to that when I saw that line, and I was kind of thinking, what was McTiernan doing there? Would he not have stepped in and said, Ernie, what are you doing? Who are you talking? Yeah. <laughs> or is he such a like big personality that like maybe you can't give him too much direction? I I, I assume you can. He seems like a guy who's a hard worker, wants feedback. Also, uh, this is pretty early in his career. He's not yeah. yet Arnold Schwarzenegger. The only reason this movie is happening. Yeah. yeah. I assume. Yeah. Um, That's it. I yeah. don't know. Like, he's big. He's big presence. But, yeah, like, there could have been Stallone or something in this in yeah. this play, in his yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, and then the other thing is, like, was it just me watching this for the first time in 10 or 15 years? Or or, or am I just an idiot? Like, is the first 15 minutes, like, I, I get what's going on uh, holistically at a high level. But, like... What the fuck? What are they doing? Who who is the hostages? Why are they there? Like, I, what's the mission? Yeah, they're just Get the hostages. They're just assembling the the first the heist fifteen minutes crew, is a bit confusing. Normal. And they don't know what they're yeah. doing or where they're going. And do you know what bothered me about that? The opening sequence as well. They all get in the jeep, and you can see there's a big setup of like a kind of a barracks on the beach, 
and yeah. they, there's a road set up there. They, they drive, drive through, through the water. The water. Drive <laughs> around the other buildings <laughs> on yeah. the other yeah. side. And salt water yeah. just, you know, yeah. it kills everything. It, yeah. That just, they've oh, just yeah. destroyed the that The tide's engine. coming in. What are yeah. you doing? Your suspension like, will be fucked. Yeah, in in yeah. fairness, you didn't need the Jeeps at all. You could have <laughs> walked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could have walked from the helicopter yeah, into the building. You're going to trek through the jungle for like a week, you know. You can walk up the road. Like, yeah. Is this a cutting room floor or is this secretly a brilliant part of the movie? I, I went back and forth on it. I couldn't decide. What is added to the film from Max Soliloquy to the Moon? So that's in the evening. He, he eventually winds up killing the boar. And uh, and what happens is that that allows the predator to get in behind him and steal the body. So that mm. but you could have had that with just the boar. But there's the whole opening of the moon. Yeah. And there's just you and me, man. Is it is it to say is it to drive home that he's a badass veteran of something else? Because like a big firefight, nobody else walked out there but you and me. But we already know he's a badass because he yeah. tells a CIA guy, "If you give away a position again, I'll cut you real quiet, like and leave you here." <laughs> yeah. yeah, like so you're like, "All right, this guy's a badass." We don't. Do we need that scene, or is it cool enough that you don't need, that it, you don't cut it? I I have one not counter because I'm, I'm I'm confused as to hmm. is that scene? Does that scene contain the line where he says? I'm gonna cut your name uh, into them. He's talking to like he's talking to like uh, Blaine who who got killed, yeah. and he's saying, "I'm gonna cut your name into them. I'm gonna cut your name into them." Is that is that in that scene or is that a different the, scene? No, I think he says that he says that to Blaine's body when he drinks and puts the 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 flask on him. Oh, okay, I think. okay. This is just him and the moon, and okay. he's like, "You and me again, buddy." Uh, okay, we were here before. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, "What are, are we going for Shakespeare here? What's this?" Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Like, and he's probably such a like, is he is he probably the strongest actor in the cast? Possibly. I think he's, in, he's another. Therefore, lunatic. does he just? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I think he's definitely. He's definitely. I I, uh, I hadn't thought about it, but yeah, definitely the best actor. So he probably gets Arnold, a bit Arnold, more. Arnold and Carl are athletes, and then they became actors. Yeah. And Bill Duke actually acts like a guy who knows how to act. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wonder, like, is it like? This is kind of his thing. We can't really cut it because he's the only kind of guy with chops here, you know. But I, yeah. I, I do agree with you. I, like, what does it add? Do, does it propel the story? For even the pig getting killed, it's like he's losing his mind a bit. He's, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like, and then they all laugh at him. <laughs> Lord of the Flies homage there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lord of the Flies, and there's actually a bit of a Lord of the Flies because when they do the the guttural kind of like when Arnie does the the roar. I was—I mm. don't know why I was thinking. Uh, of, yeah, I was kind of thinking that all there was missing was a conch or something, or you know, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely with the pig getting killed, there was a bit of a vibe there. Um, any any other any other snippy snips on the on the cutting room floor? How about uh, if we're just nitpicking shitty lines now? How about uh, why are you so afraid, Billy? You ain't afraid of no man. <laughs> <laughs> and then that allows him to say, yeah. "Well, it's not a man I'm worried about; it's something else." Yeah, okay, yeah. I get that the yeah, second half yeah. of that is, but nobody talks like that nobody, for the first yeah. half. <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless again, we're setting up some Shakespeare thing where it's like, "No, I cannot be killed by man of woman born." And you're like, "Well, I wasn't of woman born; yeah. I was a C-section." Yeah. Blah 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 yeah. blah. Which, by the way, Shakespeare, that's bullshit. You're yeah, still yeah. born of a woman, <laughs> even if it's a breach. Like that doesn't yeah. count. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That's Crappy a good technicality. I actually didn't pick up on that. That's a really good take. I, I, yeah. You ain't afraid of no man. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me before. You only afraid of aliens. Uh, yeah. 
Did oh. you mean to say nobody? You ain't afraid of nobody? Is that what you meant to say? And you forgot the word nobody, yeah. so you said no man? Yeah, yeah, like like one small step for, for yeah. man. A man. Or, yeah, a man. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Um, what, did I have anything else for the cutting room floor? Um, we talked about how the girl's kind of superfluous mm. to the whole plot. Yeah, yeah. And I, but look, it's good to raise it again because she, she doesn't serve the story. She, she doesn't have an arc because she just... She just gets to the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, yeah. like she just, that's all she does. She, he tells her to get to the chopper. She, and she does. She we le- don't even see her doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Exit stage left. And then she's at the end. And that's yeah. it. Now, I wonder, mm. was, there, was there something shot that didn't make the cut? That, that's a good point. They yeah. could have shot more stuff with her. Yeah. The only thing she really does does in the movie is by her trying to escape, she splits the party up so that they can pick them, the predator can pick them off yeah. one at a time a little bit. But you could have yeah. written another another device to split them up, yeah. man. Yeah. Or you could just have them pick them out from in the middle of the crew. Like, that could have happened. Yeah. And even the story she ta- tells about in my village, there was a hunter that did this blah 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 hmm. is she talking about another alien that came at different times yeah so this happens all the time <laughs> yeah yeah like what the fuck yeah it's... do they have a timeshare yeah. they're all like you know where you gotta go have you been to costa rica <laughs> oh you gotta go yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um is there anything we don't so we're, we're kind of getting onto the plot holes and the poor exposition plot hole whatever hmm. like anything we don't understand we kind of talked a few of those through the one thing that i have is that when the predator is beating the crap out of arnie it's like another trope in these movies but like arnie's just casually bleeding out of his mouth like like properly like Mm. like like points maybe not liters but points or a point of blood Mm. just casually just comes out of his mouth like it's such an 80s thing of like this internal bleeding that's like he's gonna die like even though he's got the hero shot out of the smoke at the end on the helicopter like when he was actually lying in the helicopter, I'm like, oh wait, did he die at the end? Because yeah, he's got like two hours. Yeah, he's got two hours. Yeah, he needs <laughs> to get like a surgery. He needs to be on an operating table. Whatever you do, don't make him laugh. <laughs> he's got broken ribs, yeah, and yeah. they're just poking into his lungs, <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. can't laugh. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, that's 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 something. And then I, I mentioned the um, when Ernie's making his bow and arrow, like it kind of goes from day to night to day. Mm. And as we were talking, I, I I actually thought of one of my trivia's. And the reason why I'm re- re-raising this plot hole is I think I have the answer to the plot hole. Um, John McTernan, when he was filming the, the movie, he he shot day for night because they didn't have the budget for like lamps and lights and stuff. So a lot of, oh, so they shot during okay. the day and then they like in post brought it into nighttime mode. Uh-huh. So maybe in the edit, there, there is this scene, if, if anyone's re-watching it, he's making his bow and arrow, he's getting ready for the big battle with the Predator and for they like forgot to make it 30 nighttime. seconds, it's, it's morning time. Yeah, it's morning time. And then it's back ah. to night time. So maybe they just didn't edit that part tonight. Maybe that's huh. what happened. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of a plot hole with a bit of a answer on top of it or, 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 a, right. or a, you know, a theory anyway. What about you guys? Do we have any other plot holes or things that we didn't understand? A couple of them. Oh, yeah. A couple of them. Do you remember when he stabs a scorpion off his back and crushes it with his boot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So later the predator is looking at the scorpion. He picks it up and the life goes out of it and it turns from red to blue. Yeah. Aren't insects cold-blooded? It's a good show. He's not the, warm. Yeah. Scorpion's yeah. not warm. Yeah, scorpions, right? like reptiles. I could be... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good show. Because, like... Anyway, that was, that was a small <laughs> one. But I guess I guess what they're trying to do is... I, I was watching that shot going like, what the fuck is the point of this? And the only thing I could think of 
Because my wife and I have this joke with American movies where they will do something that's a, a metaphor and you get it immediately, but then they really have to slam it home to make sure the morons understand. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if they were like, all right, what if it, people don't get that he can see in thermal vision? And then when he picks up the scorpion, remember the scorpion got crushed. Yeah. He picks it up and you can see the perfect outline of a scorpion in his hand. Yeah. And I thought like, oh, that's for the stupid people. They're like, no, he can see. Yeah. This is his vision yeah. of, and he, you know, so I was thinking like maybe they just had to slam it home that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's a fair show. Yeah. 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 It, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, there's always that moment in some of these movies where, yeah, they have to, mm. they have to talk to the the lowest common denominator mm-hmm. you know, it was beauty who killed the beast yeah yeah, yeah we, we've just watched 90 minutes yeah, of a monkey yeah. chasing a woman around. yeah we got it we got it in a way they were all my sons <laughs> no <laughs> shit Arthur Miller <laughs> yeah. fucking it's yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah um, what about you Dre Any, anything you didn't get yes um, you know when they when they come across the oh so first of all they kept talking about going to find the gorillas right and at the start mm. I was like yeah, oh wow. A family of gorillas have attacked these. <laughs> the gorillas have taken a like, hostage. Yeah, yeah. That's it, very it, advanced it, behavior. The I wonder the what their political over. aims yeah. are. I watched it. I watched it after like a 13 hour shift in work and was like, oh, of course, like gorilla, rebel gorilla people. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, not Damon Alburn. You know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. That might be a better movie. I was movie, expecting though. something else. But anyway, when they come to the camp, I suppose, where um, they, they have their shootout with the lads. What is the story with the fucking Ferris Bueller's day off car? jacked up and it looks like it's in reverse are they trying to take the miles off it what's going on <laughs> oh yeah are they they're using it as like a conveyor belt for something or, or, they're, or they're a using well it as some kind of a machine <laughs> yeah like they they have whether that means they're using it as a generator or yeah. perhaps they're yeah uh i don't know they're milling corn to bake bread you know, there was no water running water nearby to make a, a wheel, so yeah. they said, "Okay, we'll just take the tires off it, jack it up, and put this uh, cable on it." Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that could have been anything. They never showed what it was yeah. for. And then Ernie just casually just lifts it up. Lifts Bow! it up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta lift something in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, what's it's it a, gonna be? Yeah, it's in my rider. Yeah. Either one of you guys is getting trapped under a big tree and I'll lift it off you. Know, or, yeah. and then they found a car while they were shooting because they're in Mexico. They're like, oh shit, we could just use this truck. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. could lift this, right? Just the back of it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I thought was very funny was that when, when Arnie was covered in dirt and he realized, it's because of the dirt, he can't see me. Um, then in theory, because <laughs> you know when you, like, when, you, when you get a tan or when you put on loads of um, fake tan or whatever, your teeth and your eyes are very white. Why didn't he have muck oh, yeah. on his eyeballs? Surely, <laughs> surely yeah. the predator. He's a, he's a pair of floating yeah. eyeballs that the predator surely could the see. Surely the predator yeah, was yeah. able to see yeah. them. I mean, that's a that's a plot hole for me. Yeah, and it's also does muck block out heat? You know what I mean? Like, if it's thick enough, if I it's guess. thick enough, yeah. Yeah, and then it's also when he came out of the water, it was a perfect mud mask. Like, mud yeah. bath. Mud, mud First, mask. I go clap <laughs> yeah. under the thing. Yeah, 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 perfect. Like, just making an angel in the yeah. mud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, apparently, like, he almost got hypothermia filming that because, oh, yeah. like, the, 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 the mud was drying, and as it was drying, it was getting colder and colder and colder. And it was like, mm. it was autumn coming into winter when they were filming it. So, like, 
imagine how fucking cold that yeah. because apparently it got, Jesus. It, they had heat lamps in in the jungle because oh, wow. it was proper cold oh i got i got one more plot hole it's unclear what the actual mission was like say there's no predator what was the yeah. mission what were they mm. supposed to do and uh what i like about it is that arnold he says in the beginning before they got there he's like we're a rescue team we're not assassins mm. and then they go out there they kill everybody the hostages yeah. are gone but but uh cia guy gets his papers he's like this is great intel and he's angry at him he's like my team and i we don't do this kind of work yeah i'm like Y'all had no problem killing what seemed to be a hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't tell me that like, oh, but we only do that when we're trying to rescue people. We don't do it just to advance a political agenda of any kind. Like, dude, you're you're weapons for hire. You all you brought guns. Yeah. Like you didn't come trying to negotiate. You came to blow people up. Yeah. So what? With this ethical like, oh no, we don't do this kind of work. Like, come on, yeah. buddy, come on, why bother? Yeah, yeah. We only kill children when it's millionaires' children, not exactly. poor people's children. Yeah, yeah. It just make, yeah it makes no sense. Yeah, and like, like even the intel I, I found funny when he, when he found all the documents in the office, and he's, and like, he's like, "This is great. This is great." Like, I thought you were trying to get back your CIA guy. <laughs> yeah, and and like the stuff that's great, it's just like he he doesn't even read it. It's just like a load of. You know, it's yeah. the blueprints on the ground. It reminds, could be anything. Yeah, it's like when you're playing a, a computer game and you you're you're going around with your gun and you just see a box and it's like press square to pick up the intel and the guy goes, "This is great." You know, it's just like, <laughs> this is the intel. This is you the, don't want to read it yeah, first. Yeah, you don't want to read all of it. Yeah, intel received. Yeah, yeah. I, I we've we've already kind of said it in a roundabout way. What does mm. the movie enter into the lexicon? I think it's the I think it's get to the chopper. That's the most famous quotable mm. thing that, that Andrea knew that line she'd never yeah. seen the movie that it transcends the yeah. movie there, there's a co- mm. there's only probably one percent of movies that have that thing where it's like the you know the quote or the thing when it's it, when also the movie of Arnold Schwarzenegger who is at this point a 40 year movie making career yeah. and at one time probably not anymore but was the biggest movie star yeah. on the planet like he has, yeah. and I, I would have to look at his IMDb page to pick exactly which run of three movies it was to be like this, this some for those three years, every summer there was an Arnie movie out and it was the biggest thing in the world. And there was probably a Christmas movie out too. Yeah. yeah. He was just everywhere. Is get to the chopper. Does he have, what other line does he have? In all of his, in all of his films or I'll be I'll back. Be back maybe. Yeah. I'll be back's probably pretty good. Mm. But, but after that, like, Mm, yeah, I, 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 it is, but I don't know. Char- the chopper is—you can't vista, yell "I'll be baby. back." You have to say you have to say those lines. Whereas yeah. you can yell "Get to the yeah, chopper," yeah. and it's 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 a different sort of delivery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, you, you can almost do it out of context. You can be just going somewhere or something, and you, 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 yeah, you'll yeah, it means like it. get in the car or let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, one other thing before we do Travis trivia. Hey, Jim. You might notice, but I'm a bit of a watch guy. I like my watches. Huh. Uh, the Seiko Prospect Driver uh, was the watch that Arnie mm. wore in this movie. Um, it's... I was about to bring that up, actually. Were you? No. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> it's basically a dive watch, um, but it's kind of like it will be known as like a kind of a watch that like army guys would wear. It's a rough and ready like scuba diving watch, mm. um, but it's it's pretty cool looking. Um, it's actually my it's my second it's your favorite. Dream watch, is it? 
second favorite dream watch I, I i'd buy it yeah like the thing about it is right if you want to buy the original it's going to cost you a couple of like maybe 1500 quid but if you want to buy like a, you know a, a re-edition or whatever you know one that was just made but but seco and the same model just a, a, you know yeah. 2000 whatever version you can get them for maybe like 300 euro or something if you if, if you really hmm. want if you really wanted one but it's a cool watch if you if you look up images of it it's my second favorite Seiko dive watch in a movie. The most famous one is. Uh, <laughs> Which one? Trev, most... are you Trevor? You wearing favorite. your watch now? Seiko dive watch. <laughs> hey, it's, my second, it's my second favorite Seiko dive watch. My favorite is the one in Apocalypse Now that Machine um, wears. It's and and they they brought out a new edition a couple of a couple of years ago called the Willard. Um, that's his name, obviously. So, so is that a military issue watch? Is that why they're all wearing it in these movies? Seiko would be used. The big watch nowadays that they use is the um, the G Shocks. That's what the, that's what a lot of cops and, and military guys. Right. But Seiko would have been watches that, that you know military guys would have worn because they're rough and ready. They you can go underwater with them all that kind of jazz. The se- a lot of seals would have worn Seikos um, because think about it. If you're gonna wear a watch, you're gonna wear like a, an Omega or a Rolex. But if you're in the if you're in the seals, you can't afford that, so you buy a Seiko. Andrea always gets to pick out how. <laughs> this is just for me. Nobody cares about this on the Did podcast. Tell, this is just for um, me. Are you wearing your watch now at the minute? I'm wearing my inter, my movie watch. Have my you interstellar told, watch. Have you told Jim about am. your watch? No, and I, I must hear. <laughs> What are we talking about here? This is my. This is the watch that. Uh, you have to remortgage uh, the house well, to get this watch because of his watch obsession. It's uh, my. Yeah. Like he I he, he has a watch yeah, a obsession, watch. but he yeah, he yeah, only it's a watch. has. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what everyone he says. He only has this, no, this one watch. watch. He wears it's not in, like he's a crazy collector. He only has one watch. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like my watches. But obviously, like you know, means to an end. I can't fucking buy all these watches that I like. So this is the only nice watch that I that I've really bought. Um, so I talk about them like I'm a collector, but I've got like one watch that <laughs> I right, You're an enthusiast. I'm enthusiast. You're, you're, you are you are a collector. You just have one showpiece yeah. right now, and as you yeah, get older, yeah, like yeah. That, that's, that's fine. Yeah, it. Apple watches are. Does that count? I have an Apple watch. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've won. I've won. I've won watch that I I like to wear. Um, that's but, so funny that you noticed what watch he was wearing but i imagine that if you're a watch guy that is the kind of thing oh, you notice. like 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 if you're a watch guy um like the, the the arnie and they've that's the nickname for it the arnie or the willard if you're a seiko fan seiko fan i keep saying seiko um would be the, the two biggies that from those movies like you know so if i'm talking to watch guys and i'm like i picked up a new seiko would they say like do you get the arnie or the willard <laughs> i'd be like ah it's the willard if you're talking nah, seiko, i can't afford the dive watch you'd be saying uh, if you said I've got a dive watch from a movie a that's a Seiko, and people go, "Do you scuba dive?" and you go, "No, no. never been." Oh yeah, they, never, never once. They, they call them <laughs> they call them desk divers because it's usually people that work in boring office jobs that want yeah. to just give their wrist something nice to look at. You know, when they're, you know, <laughs> I I drag everyone down by the heels into this into the weeds of watches about once every four episodes, and this. And if you haven't heard it before, it's because usually we cut it because nobody wants to hear this. <laughs> you know, this is this. Is <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis trivia didn't mention it too much, but just to speak to it a little bit, Sam, Stan Winston was brought in to control the puppet of the Predator face uh, mm-hmm. when when the whole costume didn't work, um, and thank God they did that. It was a great call. Like I like. Anything that's non CGI 
and 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 nineteen eighty seven, it's pre CGI anyway. The abyss was what eighty eight, eighty nine, or something. Like, but anything that uses puppetry, just it just stands the test of time. Yeah. Like it, it just oh, it just always looks okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just always looks okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, Stan Winston did the did the clock. Fuck your computers. Just hire the creature shop. Get the Jim Henson yeah, boys exactly. in there. They're gonna make it look okay. You you were talking about how thin and cool and chiseled Arnie looks. You, what you mightn't have noticed, or maybe you did, is that he gets thinner throughout the movie, and it's because of all the diarrhea <laughs> that everybody had. He didn't have it, he didn't get it, but he didn't get it because he just wouldn't eat yes, the food. Was, and he, he has a kind of a rule of getting his kind of his own food flown in. Is it because of this yeah. Predator film? Because of Predator, yes. yeah. So we talked about it That's on Total where we Recall. Talked about it, yeah. So all of the guys in Total Recall got sick except for him and like one guy that like befriended him and like at the at with arnie basically and he learned the lesson in predator because he didn't get sick on predator but he lost a lot of weight and found it found it hard to gain and maintain his muscle mm. because he uh-huh. wasn't getting all his fucking his his gains where did you know? they shoot yeah. Um, yeah. again in that was mexico okay. city so also mexico okay. yeah yeah also mexico yeah um so and mctiernan lost two stone during the movie as well wow. not down to he, he didn't get sick but again he just he was being selective and there was so much that they that they couldn't mm. eat and there was like there was there was people on set like on drips like in between takes and stuff like it was Damn. they had pro- like there was blood in their diarrhea like it was proper <laughs> bad stuff like di- uh, dysentery-esque type stuff was going on we're getting to the point where there's a jingle jangle in my pocket, I've got some keys here to the vault. Vault is open. Trevor Brown, state your case. I'm fucking putting it in, Ray. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I actually have. I, I hadn't thought of a of an argument or a case or whatever, but like, I think we talked about it before, like uh, earlier on. Like Arnie has like a kind of a 85 to 92 kind of chunk of time when he just owned. I don't want to say cinema, but he owned a, a niche of cinema. Um, he was so big yeah. that he married a Kennedy and got elected governor of California. That's how big an actor yeah. he was. So, come on, man. But, but but look, this is the movie that kind of either propelled him or helped kick him forward on, a, mm-hmm. on, on the current trajectory that he was. But it's also just, we talked about Commando being a great, pure action film. But like... Predator, it's a great film. It, like it's like a, it's like a slasher horror. It's got John Carpenter vibes. Mm. Like I like the Jaws kind of T Rex thing that I talked about, where it's the slow reveal. a slow reveal, yeah. very, and then an iterative re- reveal as well. You know, it's just mm. like you see the like, like with Jaws, it's like the fin and then the teeth and the eyes and then the whole thing at mm-hmm. the end, and and the 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 T Rex is like the, the 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 footprint or the the vibration and the roar and the and the the claws and then the whatever but this is just the fact that you it, it's so unique it's like it's it's camouflage and then it's the body armor and then it's the taking off the body armor yeah. so that's really cool um and yeah there's a lot there's a lot of stuff wrong with it but it it, it just it you, you can't recreate this point in time when this film was made and uh, for that reason i want to put it in the vault because i think it's got a, it's got a it's got a piece in our in our culture. You know what I mean? It it, it it's a it's a cultural reference point. Um, mm-hmm. so it's going in. 
and I'll, I'd, I'd actually watch it again tonight. I, that's how much I enjoyed watching this movie. I forgot how good it was. I'm going to give Jim the final nod on this, so I'll go to you first, Stray. As the guest, Jim, I'm going to give you, which might oh, be nice. the d- deliberating decision because I think Dre's going to go a certain way here, but I'll let Dre speak and then, Jim, you can wrap it up as the guest. Look, if I, if I, I, might, I might do a, a snapper on this and put the actual predator into the vault. So he's running around there with the snapper, the dad and the snapper, but just not not the whole film for me. Not Dutch. So the monster's the best yeah. part of it for you. The, the creature. The monster, the monster's the best part for me. There's no um there's no there's no way around it. I I, I just found it all a bit boring. And <laughs> it was the, the twenty minutes at the end of Cat and Mouse with Arnie and the Predator were the best part. But it wasn't enough to reel me back in. Mm. If they had it if if it had been more of Arnie and the monster, like a like a full hour maybe of Arnie and this monster playing cat and mouse. I think it would have been a better mm. film for me and the world. I'd say, <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I just it, it wasn't for me this day. But the predator goes in. Yeah, the actual the predator the goes in out of respect for the importance of the franchise and yes, the, the iconic yeah. nature of the. Yeah. Uh, I got you. Yeah, and and for Stan Winston's just like his, a notch in his in his belt yet again, you know. Um, I think the only Oscar, the only Oscar that I got nominated for was special effects. So in a way, Dre, you're kind of like, you know, you're you're kind of in the consensus there with kind of how the Academy viewed this movie. Like it's you're saying the Predator, they said the special effects, but you you know what I'm yeah. saying. You know, you're you're picking the, mm. yeah, okay, fair enough, Dre. Take yeah. your point, Jim. So here's the so vault. here's the thing with the vault where, where I ask whose vault is this because obviously this is in my vault. Not only is the movie in my vault, I probably have a poster of yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is top shelf cinema for me. Mm. A moron. <laughs> I don't know if I can argue like it, despite the fact that it, it's it's uh, I don't even want to say it's smart, but it's got smarter elements than your average your commando. Absolutely. All right, than than yep. your. Uh, what was that Jean-Claude Van Damme one set in the future where there was no dialogue in it? Dem or um, uh, Universal Soldier? Anyway, no. Yeah, yes. Well, no, that was one of them. But uh, there was just these ones that where it was just fighting the whole time and there's no story. Yeah. They don't even try. So this one does try. Mm. And they do try to do a Jaws alien Jurassic Park thing where you don't see the monster until a while. Uh, they try to set stuff up like that, so they, it, it tries a little bit harder. So it's a it's a half a click ahead of some of the really stupid yeah. Yeah. '80s action movies, which I also love. But uh, so this one, but I can't. If there are people who are seriously into cinema, I'm not going to sit here and tell. Like I might say, you know, Predator's got a little bit more than you think. It's not quite as stupid. It still does have stick around <laughs> and knock knock and ain't got time yeah. to bleed which to a teenage gym yeah. full of pizza and mountain dew he loves it but th- these days i'm like all right this is stupid i love it for the nostalgia of it and i love it for what it says about uh or not what it says about what it represents in terms of stupid 80s action movies yeah so it's in my vault is it in the vault i mean i'll say yes but uh, you know i would feel bad if i put it on the shelf and i'm like well what's this Oh, Citizen Kane and Casablanca. Oh. oh, here we go. I think I'm in the wrong vault. <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh, God. Yeah. What is this? You know, so I, to, for me, it's a yes, but it's a qualified yes. And I, I will understand if people disagree. A yes is a yes, Jim. That's all I yeah. wanted to hear. But look, anyway. I, I look, I agree with you. I think you say with qualification, but like 
it's your vault, it's our vault, it's everybody's vault. You, you, you're part of the trifecta on this on this pod, so you are a portion of the of the group or, or of the a rep, of the, the representative of the population. It's in. I am honored. Dre, sorry for you. Sorry for your loss, Jim. Thanks for coming Great on. Great to see you guys. Great Thanks to see very you. Much for having that me. was brilliant. Love talking to you. Love talking about Predator. Just love talking to you in yeah. general. It's been so long. It's great ah. hanging out. And uh, yeah, great hanging out. Good stuff. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.